Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, the place that you want to be to buy your bulls in 2020. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the issue of climate change heats up. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepard at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Clearing skies as fog patches dissipate this afternoon. Wind southeast 20. The high minus 2. Wind chill near minus 13. The low minus 9 tonight. Wind chill minus 13. This evening minus 18 overnight. Tomorrow sunny skies. Wind southeast 30. The high minus 1. Wind chill minus 18 tomorrow morning, minus 8 tomorrow afternoon, the low minus 7. Saturday, increasing cloudiness, the high plus 1. 60% chance of evening flurries, the low minus 5. Sunday, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, the high minus 2, the low minus 6. Monday, cloudy, the high minus 1, the low minus 9. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 4, the low minus 10. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 5. Normal high for this date, minus 10. The normal low, minus 23. The sun rose at 8.46 this morning. It sets at 5.34 tonight. And around the province, we have the hot spot and the cold spot, both in the southwest corner of the province. The hot spot is Maple Creek at plus 4. The cold spot, Valmarie at minus 16. Estevan and Saskatoon minus 5, Swift Current minus 4, Weyburn minus 7, Yorkton is minus 9. Freezing fog in Regina, it's minus 7, that's 19 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 28. The wind chill minus 14. Humidity 94%, the barometer rising 102.3. Sunny in Moose Jaw, minus 5, winds are from the east southeast at 9. Once again, Regina, freezing fog minus 7, that's 19 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougallauction.com. And JGL Commodities, proudly serving Saskatchewan farm families for over 40 years. Looking to sell your grain? Call JGL Commodities today, 306-624-2378. Climate change is the topic of a lecture tonight at the University of Regina. The director of the Prairie Adaptation Research Collaborative, Professor David Sachin will discuss the difficulty of detecting climate change in Saskatchewan. He says it's hard to detect because the natural wide variability in weather in Saskatchewan is among the largest on Earth. Well, the title of my talk uh, is What Does Climate Change Look Like in Saskatchewan? And I'm exploring that topic because um, when you read the media, especially the national media, the images they give you are of polar bears and and tropical storms like hurricanes and sea level rise and, and glaciers. Uh, we have none of that in Saskatchewan. And so how can you expect people to appreciate climate change where they live when most of the media coverage is of climate change impacts elsewhere? Sure, yeah, it, you know, it's pretty obvious climate is changing if you see huge glaciers disappearing like Greenland and Antarctica and, and you notice sea level rising and inundating coastal cities and these terrible heat waves in European cities and so on. But climate change is not impacting Saskatchewan quite that way. And after all, we care most about where we live. And 
Uh, I'm going to talk about where you might notice climate change, although we live in the part of the world where it's most difficult. Siberia and the Canadian prairies have the most variable climates in the world because you can't get any further from the ocean than the middle of North America and the middle of Asia. And after all, the ocean tends to, what we say, moderate, moderate the climate, right? It keeps the temperature fairly stable. That's why people go to Vancouver or Victoria to, to, uh, to retire because it's got a predictable temperature most of the time. Whereas we have a horribly variable climate just naturally that hides the effect of climate change. And Jim, the best analogy I can think of is what if I'm driving across the prairies and I want to listen to you on the radio? And mostly what I hear is static and interference and road noise, and I can barely make out Jim talking. Well, you is what I want to hear. And so if I want to find climate change, I have to get through all that noise. And in the case of the climate, the noise is just the natural variability, the fluctuation in temperature from month to month and year to year. And the fact that the amount of rain we get every year is, is so different from year to year to year, then how can you expect to notice if there's an upward or a downward trend in precipitation? So what does climate change look like in Saskatchewan? The most obvious impact of global climate change in our part of the world is we're getting a lot less cold. We're not getting warmer. It's not getting warmer in summer, but it's getting much believe it or not, much less cold in winter. And, you know, we love to complain about the cold. And last week we had a brutal cold snap, but the rest of the winter has been pretty warm. And actually, so far this year, we've had one day below minus 35. That was last week some point, and a few days below minus 30. If you go back and actually look at weather records, say from the 1960s, there were dozens of days below minus 30 in a typical winter and a bunch of days below minus 35. On average, places in Saskatchewan have warmed by five degrees in winter, which is huge. That's a huge amount of warming. It's difficult to see because we go from warm winter to cold winter and go back and forth. But if you actually look at the statistics or talk to an old timer, they'll tell you, yeah, you know, winter, uh, it would just get to minus 30 and stay there for weeks. Now it gets to minus 30 for a few days and then another system blows in from the Pacific and we get we get warmer conditions. So that that's where if you are very observant or if you've been around here for a while, you will notice that, that Saskatchewan is getting quite a bit less cold, although not any warmer in summer than it used to be. Now if you make if you make winter less cold, that's gonna mean the rest of the year is longer, right? So so winter on average is going to end sooner if it's warmer because you're going to have more temperatures above zero. And it's true. The growing season on average, and I always say on average, uh, is getting longer because you can have a short growing season. Uh, and then the next year, it's really long. So they balance out. And on balance, it's true that since, say, the 1950s, the growing season is a week or two longer than it used to be. Agriculture Canada came out with a report a week or so ago that says the prairies will be one of the few regions where crop production will actually improve. There'll be a little bit more moisture in the summer, I think 5%, and yields could go up as much as 23% for wheat, and uh, I think somewhere around that 13 14% for canola. Do you agree with that report? I do. 
And, uh, you know, I've seen similar studies, and we've done studies like that. We collaborated with uh, scientists from the U of S. We gave them climate data, and they ran it through their model and showed the same thing. Quite large increases in average yield for spring wheat and canola and oats and barley in an average year, of course. Now, they, what, what they don't factor in is you're still going to get hail, and you're still going to get, in some years, a bad frost. And they don't really factor in drought either. Droughts aren't going to go away. In fact, if we do get a drought, it's going to be, the impact is going to be more severe because it's warmer. Okay? So if, if you don't get any rain and the climate's warmer, then the soil is going to be drier than it would have been in the absence of climate change. So the, the message is there's an opportunity here, there's a potential here on the prairies for much increased crop production if, if you can deal with drought, hail, frost, because those things aren't going to go away. Professor Dave Sachin speaks tonight at 7 p.m. at the Research and Innovation Center at the main campus at the U of R. Admission is free. His lecture is part of a series sponsored by a new organization at the U of R called Academics for Climate. Hello folks, Bill Creech here with Hill 70 Quantock Ranch Barn Burning Bull Sale. We're at Lloydminster, Alberta, and this is our 50th annual bull sale. It's February 1, 2020, right at the ranch. We'll sell 400 bulls, red and black Angus, horned and polled Herefords, Charlays, red and black Sim Angus bulls, and Galvey balancers. 75% of these bulls are two-year-olds. They're held over. They're not leftovers, plus bred and open commercial females. We'll see you at our 50th annual bull sale. Remember to call us, 800-665-SALE. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by the Remax Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. A market analyst is forecasting a 5-10% to 10% increase in oat acreage this spring. This after a 15% increase in oat production this past year. Randy Strykar is with OatInformation.com. Oat prices are running at 56% of wheat value. That tells me 5% increase. If we get that back up to 60, 61% that we saw during the, um, the summer months, you probably are closer to 10%. If you factor in potential agronomic issues, if you factor in the, the issues with canola, the canola numbers in terms of supply um, and demand, it might be closer to 10%. It might look like a better alternative for the Canadian farmers. The net returns tell me it is. Stryker says a 10% increase in oat area would affect prices. We have way too many oat supplies um, and too much production in Western Canada to keep these oat prices from um, certainly sustaining um, what we saw in 2018-19. We're likely to see oat prices continue to slide lower, particularly if the oat acreage in 2020 is what I think it is, and that's 5 to 10% higher. Stryker talks about current market strategy. In terms of pricing, farmers should take on a really hard look right now, pricing what they have for old crop and also looking hard at new crop. Any bounce right now, unless you've got a weather issue accompanying behind it somewhere globally, I don't think any of those prices are going to hold if you do see a bounce. So take a hard look right now at new crop. As for export markets, Stryker says oat sales to China have not advanced as much as expected. Well, the market is still developing in China. It's just slowed a little bit um, from what we initially thought it was. I think the Chinese millers probably got ahead of themselves in purchasing um, raw oats, but the food numbers show numbers of growth of probably 25 to 30 percent on breakfast cereal and snack bars in that Chinese market. So those numbers, um, at least internally in China, are phenomenal. Our problem is we can't get in there without a protocol, and that's really up to the Chinese government. The Chicago Board of Trade continues to carry an oat contract. 
something Stryker believes is outdated. The reason there's still prices of feed grain is because people keep looking at the Chicago Board of Trade oat contract has really historically been in a feed oat contract. So the mentality with the traders, and I go back to my trading years, we still look at it as a feed grain, we still trade it as a feed grain, the same way we were trading it in 1979, we're trading it today. It is not a feed grain, oats are special crop. It demands a premium. And I can tell that by, we're seeing Miller's contracting specifically for specific grades, gluten-free, um, glyphosate-free. That's not a feed grain, that's a special crop. That demands a premium. Randy Stryker is with OatInformation.com. He spoke last week to oat growers in Saskatoon. A crop researcher in Saskatoon says a study of a wild wheat called Emmer shows an encouraging response to climate change. Dr. Yong B. Fu says a study of modern wheat's ancestor, Wild Emmer, has found plants can acquire beneficial mutations and adapt to rising temperatures. Dr. Fu looked at Wild Emmer from samples taken in 1980 and in the year 2008 in Israel. In the 28-year span, temperatures rose 2 degrees in Israel and rainfall fell. He says identifying climate-resistant genes could eventually be bred into modern wheat using traditional or cloning methods. He says this could make wheat more resilient to global warming. We also find 7 out of the 10 populations also acquired beneficial mutations for future adaptation. That I never expected. Dr. Fu says the research also found the need to protect and conserve the diversity of plant genetics. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola fell a dollar sixty at four thirty one sixty eight. Oats rose fifty two cents at two seventeen seventy two. Number one red spring wheat increased fifty six cents at two thirty four forty three. The rest were unchanged. Durham two sixty six thirty nine. Feed barley one seventy seven sixty eight. Flax five twenty one thirty five. Lentils four eighty two fifty. Yellow peas, 246.89. Feed wheat, 156.83. In Minneapolis, March spring wheat is up one and three quarter cents at 557 and a quarter cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn, 842-4574. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia or Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell your locally owned Integra Tire Dealers. This is the Michael Report for the Assiniboia Livestock Auction for the week of January 23rd. We didn't have a cattle sale in Assiniboia this week. It was Wayburn's turn. At that location, we sold over 2,300 head of cattle this week. Cull cows and bulls were more or less steady. D1 or 2 cows were 80 to 88 cents. D3 cows, 70 to 80 cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.05 to $1.16. Good steer calves, 450 to 550 pounds. Average two dollars and twenty-three cents sold up to two thirty-eight. Five hundred and fifty to six hundred pounds steers average two thirteen sold up to two dollars and thirty cents a pound. The six hundred to six hundred and fifty pound steers average two dollars and eight cents a pound sold up to two nineteen. Six fifty to seven hundred pounds steers average two oh one sold up to two eleven. Seven to eight hundred pound steers average a dollar ninety-four sold up to two dollars and three cents. 
eight to nine hundred pound steers averaged a dollar eighty seven, sold up to a dollar ninety six. And steers over nine hundred pounds averaged a dollar eighty one, sold up to a dollar eighty six. Some of the highlights of the week were a load of six hundred pound black steers at two dollars and nineteen cents a pound. A load of 650-pound black steers at $2.09 a pound. A load of 700-pound exotic steers at $2.75 a pound. And a load of 800-pound exotic steers at $1.92. Two loads of 900-pound exotic steers at $1.86 a pound. And a load of 985-pound exotic steers at $1.83 or $1,800 per head. I can handle that. Heifers are still 25 to 30 cents back from the steers. This has been Roy Rutledge reporting. And the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for SIG 5 TCP BP2, $137.48 per 100 kilograms. For BP4 TCP4, it's $150.03 per CKG. The forecast, clearing today, fog patches dissipating this afternoon, wind southeast 20, the high minus 2, wind chill near minus 13. Clear tonight, low minus 9. Wind chill minus 13 tonight, minus 18 overnight. Tomorrow, sunny, wind southeast 30, the high minus 1. Wind chill minus 18 tomorrow morning, minus 8 in the afternoon. Clear skies and the low minus 7. Currently in Regina with freezing fog, it's minus 7 degrees. That's 19 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. Make sure you have the right date marked. It's February 1, 2020. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, 50th Bull Sale, Lloydminster, Alberta.